2: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three, four. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Well, you know, you'd have to be pretty immature to overlook them. I mean, just think about what happened against the Broncos here at home, what happened against the Bills last year. Every team is really good. They have, they have highly paid, highly skilled players, and, and we barely beat them in Detroit, barely. So uh, you'd have to be pretty clueless to uh, you know, to ever use the word overlook in terms of getting ready for this one. I don't really look at the other teams too much. I don't worry, you know, who's this and who's that. Um, You know, I I have an idea what records are are where, but um, we are so focused
3: on what we have to do and where, you know, and where we're at. And, you know, we got a month left in the season and we
2: we need to take advantage of this thing now.
4: All right. Mackie and Jeb with Rami. Score North and the Score North app where I just saw our buddy, uh, our buddy Tom, Tom Roller, won a Best Buy gift card for listening to the Score North app. How about that? Crazy! That's you listen to the free to download Scorn Earth app. You listen to us. You live. get the great
3: content that we provide for free. For free, and then you win
4: stuff. So you get entertained for free, right? And then we give you stuff if you what listen. More? Long do enough?
3: you want from us? Zolgad columns. Those Check. are
4: there too. Bang! Reckless hot stove speculation about Madison Bumgarner. Yep. Breaking
5: the Talking studio. Helmet down. Viking coverage. Check. Wolves coverage check. Score North live check. I got nothing else check 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 check. So wait uh, wait scathing wild commentary if anything goes wrong
4: check checkity check, check. Wow. checkaroo. So uh, that's amazing. Here's the here's the journey that I want to take you guys on here to start the show because like in just journey. sort of uh, in sort of going through the prep notes from the last couple days, we've seen a couple little themes pop up. Vikings vent line earlier today. Little themes pop up. Uh, one of Judd's questions from yesterday was: Are Spielman and Zimmer officially off the hot seat based on the Viking starts for the season? Uh, then, then Danny floated the notion earlier today about Kirk Cousins' contract extension talks are going to start at some point. He's got one year left in his deal after this year, right? Uh, and then Rami has has been floating the notion for a few weeks now of: Hey, if you think Kevin Stefanski is the next hot coordinator, do you pull the trigger and make that swap, put him in or the next hot head coaching candidate, right? So you guys have heard of the game uh, Date, Mary Kill, right? Yes. Date, Mary Kill? Yes. It's so, not what I heard it called, but it's yeah. It's not date, but yes. That's sure. Good. Sure. <laughs> yes. It's the PG version of uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. All right? Oh, okay. We're going to we're gonna play a little game called Fire, Extend, or Year to Year with Mike Zimmer. <laughs> wow. Rick Spielman. Wow. And Kirk Cousins. Hold on. I got to write this down. Me too. Hold on. All right? Uh-huh. Or Year to Year. Uh-huh. Fire. Fire. Extend uh-huh. or year to year. Or okay. Year to year. okay. Got With it. Kirk Cousins, Mike Zimmer, and Rick Spielman. Mm-hmm. Judd, I mean, why, why don't you lead us off? Who are you firing? Well, wait. Am I taking Rick Spielman's
5: name first and telling you what I would do, or am I giving you no, my. Give, you give you give us, get those give,
0: three choices. You have to choose. Give
4: us, give us all one of three. Those. You got those three guys. Match them with those three things. You have to match yeah, each which one are you with one doing with one of walk? those three things. Who are you firing? By firing two, like it's weird to say that you would fire a player. Or do I have to
5: choose one for each one? So can can I could I I lump <laughs> them gonna, all in you're, you're gonna get rid of all three. <laughs> yes, or could I you have to choose one? Or, or could I Who knows how to do or, this? Or, or do could this could I first, I then one? judge Well, I would No, I would like to have the option, if possible, to
3: possibly do
5: no, you have, just to be clear,
3: it's got to be one. one
4: for each one. Okay. 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 And you this have isn't... to
3: fire one, you have to extend
5: one, and one of them is year to year. Oh, boy. I don't, I don't like this game. <laughs> All right. So what I would do, <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, what I would do was I would, um, if I have to do one, I really for one, like
3: this game. We should do this more
5: often. I would fire Mike Zimmer. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh huh. I would go, really? I, <laughs> I would go year to year. Um, with Kirk Cousins, and I would, if I had to extend, I don't love this, by the way, I'd prefer not to do this one, but if I, I got to extend one, I would extend Rick Spielman Look over Cousins or Zimmer. Mm, amazing. But I don't, I'm don't. i not happy. Like, I've, I was painted into a corner here and I had to do this, but I'm not happy. Just for this the
4: record. By the way, this is tough. Cause... Just for the record, because
5: I would not do, I, I would have preferred to go, I would have preferred to avoid extend for all three of them. What about you, right? You would extend all three. Prefer to avoid. Oh, avoid. No, no, no. Well, I... oh, that's your problem. I would have liked to have to the be nice to somebody. I would like to use the fire and <laughs> year-to-year bullets more than once. Okay, all right, but I couldn't. So that's
3: that's I, fine. I'm with Judd, and I'm I'm firing Mike Zimmer. If I have to fire one of these three guys, I'm firing Mike Zimmer. He's fired. Yeah, fired. The... The other two, that's that's the toughest one for me. I I didn't have to think too hard about who I was firing. It was Mike Zimmer, and I didn't have to think too long and hard about it. Look, you're a defensive head coach. You're up there in age. Your defense is in decline. A lot of the guys who are the core of your defense are in decline. Sure. And your offense is taken off. I know. I know. It takes a a certain type of person to be a leader of men and to control a a locker room of fifty three guys and and run a football team. I understand that. Mike Zimmer has proven to be very good at that. But if you're a defensive head coach and your defense is bad and getting worse, I'm sorry, but if I have if I have to pick one of these three guys to fire, the easy answer for me is Mike Zimmer. Wow. What
4: What? two for two? I'll get to mine. Okay, two for two, right right there.
3: But wow. I know. No, you had know. to pick one. I I think it's not that hard. I'm giving Kirk Cousins an extension, man. Not me. I'm giving Kirk Cousins an extension, Holy and Rick cow. Spielman
5: is year to year. Well, this game has taken quite <laughs> well quite the turn. I don't completely disagree, but I can't. I can't do that. Sorry. I don't know. All right. Rick Spielman has had some misses lately,
3: hasn't
4: well, he? Rick, uh, let me go through. This mine. last draft let me go through was good. Can, this can, last
3: draft was good. I'm curious what you who you're going to fire now. Okay. He's so, firing Kirk. I'm firing Kirk. I knew it. Okay. Good call. I'm firing Kirk. I knew it. Good call, Mr. Bears. Thank you.
4: And I am extending Rick Spielman and going year to year on Mike Zimmer. Because on the firing front, I started with the firing side, okay? Rick Spielman, this is this is where I we, we I think Vikings fans have been really really hard on Rick Spielman because of the quarterback thing, right? That he drafted Christian Ponder And that was a total disaster. Mm -hmm. And it blew up in everyone's face. And it's a first round pick. And there's egg on your face. Uh, And so the main thing we hold Rick Spielman's feet to the fire for is man, you just haven't been able to find that long term franchise quarterback, right? That's been the thing. But there's two pieces of evidence that suggest, you know what? Like, first of all, there's not, it's not like there's 20 Peyton Mannings or Tom Brady's just floating around or Lamar Jackson's. For everyone, just to grab—that's right? the
3: other thing that factored into my decision. Was quarterbacks are so hard to find, and yes. Kirk Cousins isn't even a great one, but a, a good quarterback is so hard to find. So was a GM that—that that was the tough choice for me. But I don't know. Kirk Cousins seems to be at or entering his prime,
4: and I don't know where where Rick Spielman is in his career. So here's here's my here's my thought on Spielman. He found Teddy Bridgewater, who again, I'm not saying that Teddy Bridgewater is a Hall of Famer, but Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, five six starts in, in in New Orleans this year. So Teddy Bridgewater is going to wind up. He's he's like one of the fifteen to eighteen best quarterbacks in the world. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is one of the twelve to fifteen best quarterbacks in the world. He identified both those guys. One in the draft, one in free agency. Uh, Teddy's going to make twenty million dollars signing with someone. He didn't. It's not like all of his quarterbacks have been Christian Ponder. And sometimes I feel like that's how people treat Rick Spielman. And if you get away from the quarterback argument, he has helped craft rosters and has hired a really, really good, solid head coach, Mike Zimmer, for the past six years, and has put winning playoff products on the field about every other year. Again, is he the Bill Belichick of evaluation? No. Is Rick Spielman, over the last decade or so, one of the six or seven best general managers in terms of roster construction and keeping a competitive product on the field? Yes, he is. Uh So, so I... I extend him because I just don't know there's a lot of train wreck organizations that go 3 and 13 and 4 and 12 and the Vikings haven't been that in large part because they always have really good personnel. They find the stuff on digs. They find the Adam Thielen's. They find the Daniel Hunters in the middle rounds, so or the Emerson Griffins.
3: Partly the reason that you're you said you're extending Spielman, right? Yes. And Kirk is or no, Zimmer is year to year and you're firing Kirk? They're, and, they're, and, they're, and you're doing that because Spielman has found two mediocre quarterbacks, and you think he could find a third mediocre quarterback?
4: I think I think in part, yes. Okay, But I think the reason why I would fire Kirk is because there are so many dudes coming out of the draft right now. Like Lamar Jackson was a late first-round pick. I know Kyler Murray was at the top of the draft, but look at some of these dudes coming out of the draft. The only reason I'm firing Kirk in this exercise is because I think you can probably draft a quarterback in the first round, draft for mobility and arm strength and IQ... And but there's trust, a 50% chance you get a guy you who trust makes Rick, $5 million. Do you trust Rick to find that guy? Yes, I do. He the, found
5: Teddy Bridgewater and Kirk Cousins. Norv Turner found Teddy. He's got to have the right people. Okay, but, he, but, but there's but, a
4: fighting chance he could. But again, Rick Spielman hired Mike Zimmer, who hired Norv Turner. And, and Rick Spielman was yeah, involved in that. And I him. Yeah, I, this is tough Let's because
5: see, I, I, I don't <laughs> like the... Well, that's
4: the other shoe that dropped. Yeah. Yes.
5: I don't like the extend thing here because I feel like the, the reality yeah. is... I would really like to either fire or, or preferably go year to year with all three at this point because I need to see more. I need to see more, see more from Kirk. Uh, I'm not convinced that the, this whole thing about, oh, you know, if they just fire Mike and hire Stefanski, that's a whole different ball of wax man coaching a team. You can be a really, I mean, we've seen this a thousand times, right? You can be a great coordinator. Yes. You, you can be a leader of an offense and play calling. And now I say, but you're in charge of the entire team now. We've seen a lot of people fail there. Uh, but I do need to, I, I would like the ability, if it was possible, to go year to year for at least 2020 right now and see what's what here. Because I'm still not quite sure. I'm just not. I'm pretty close to being ready to extend Kirk
3: Cousins. Just because of. I disagree with Mackey. The landscape of quarterbacks Can I ask you a question? is so, it's always a minefield. And it seems like we're entering a time where it's going to be more of a
5: minefield than Can I ask ever. you a question? Sure. If you approach him in March, for instance, and he says, okay, another three-year deal. Let's go for it again. I'm breaking the bank again, which he did this time. Are you doing it? Because I would consider extending him if he does what I consider to be a, a far friendlier, and I'm not saying cheap deal, okay, but a friendlier team deal where we can now sit down, and Kirk's been part of this franchise for three years, and Kirk says, you know what? I want to make a lot here, yes. But just as importantly, I want my O line to be much if he's, improved.
3: If he's looking to set the standard of quarterback contracts, then again, I'm done with them. It's been real. Yep, I agree with that. And that's what he was doing last time, correct? Right. If he's trying to do that again, no thanks. Then I'll take my chances out there yep. in in the barren landscape. And I go with Phil. That then. is quarterbacks,
4: and that's and that's, and that's the reason. So if you, if you strip away, if you strip away the framework of this game here, which is it's uh, extend fire year to year. We need to okay? make this a regular a
3: regular thing. I really enjoyed that. It Was made, that good for you? It made me uncomfortable. I like things that make me uncomfortable. <laughs> it made Judd really uncomfortable Valdelli because he just wants to fire or snow.
4: Oh wow. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs>
5: let's do it. What, what, wait, what is it? It's Baldelli. Well, I, I just said Falby Baldelli and Sano.
3: Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh man! All right. I think I'm not starting this time. Okay, I'll start.
4: Wow. Well, this is
3: easy. I'm firing. This is Ceno. actually really easy. I'm firing Sano.
4: Right? It's yeah. easy. Sano yeah, is fired. Wait, let's replace Sano. Okay, okay. Let's right. I just threw three names out. All right? There. Let's go with. Uh, let's go with Jorge Polanco. That's still easy for me. Max Kepler. That gets harder. Max Kepler.
5: That gets way harder. <laughs> Byron Buxton.
4: That's easy. <laughs> he can't stay on the field. I know, but I'm still Max torn. Kepler's one of the best players in baseball. Okay, Max Kepler is tougher. All right. Uh, go ahead, Rami. Hmm. I think I'm still firing Kepler.
3: I think Falvey is Falvey I'm extending. There's no way I'm letting the brains of this whole thing go. Yeah. It's impossible Falvi. Sure. Falvey's sticking around. Let's see if he signs Madbum. And we did we end up on Kepler? We said Kepler. Is yeah, that I the player Kepler. that we went with? Yes. Yeah, I think he's fired. You're fired, Max Kepler. And then, wow,
4: Rocco Baldelli is year to year. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> I love this game.
5: <laughs>
4: I'm going extend <laughs> <pounds> win.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sorry. I'm going extend extend Derek uh, Falvey. Okay. I'm going Ooh, year to year on wolves Max one. Kepler. I got the wolves I'm one. I'm firing one Rocco Baldelli. You can find another one. There's a lot of New Age guys one? out there. You can find another New find Age another guy, guy. guy with a lot of books. You can. There's a lot of. There's a lot. On. Did of smart... you just fire Falby? No, no I fired Baldelli. Oh, oh, Baldelli. No. Okay. Yeah, no, I. There's. You can find another dude who like recently retired right. connects with players and reads, right. and reads and reads books and is zen and probably you know, <laughs> <laughs> lights <laughs> into one of the fish concert once in a while. Excuse me. What? <laughs> what? Allegedly. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> there. Allegedly. You know what I'm doing? Uh, let me guess. Is it Parisi Suter Koivu? Fire. That's a fire, fire, fire. No, no. extend, extend, fire. Hold on, hold year, on. To year. You got it. Here's gotta my twins one. one of them. Hold on
5: a second. Here's my twins one because I'm gonna I'm going to land in a different place than both of you did. Okay. Because I didn't connect
4: Falvey and Levine. Real quick. Real quick. Six five one six four six eight two five five. If you have one of these for us, if you have an extend fire or year yeah. to year, and we'll six, take it. Six five on. one six four six eight two five five. Yep.
5: Mac and cheese, turkey, mashed potatoes. Um, <laughs> all right, all right. My fire because I didn't connect Falvey and Thad Levine. I'm extending mac and cheese. I'm firing Derek Falvey because Thad Levine, what I think is fantastic too. Wow. That way wow. I can extend Kepler. And make Baldelli year to year. I mean, Levine's great, but I almost feel like sometimes... And plus, I'll get great quotes then. I feel like... He's a great quote. Can't help himself. Love the guy. If you're doing this for quotes... Oh well, I'm doing it for... I love Rocco Baldelli, but he's fired,
2: dude. <laughs> he <doesn't laughs> he say anything. No, he I just
5: talk to anybody. I think I think that would be fine. So, yep. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It could be the same as both of you guys. It's boring. Wow.
3: All right, I got the Wolves one. All right. Rosas, Saunders, and
4: Kat. Wow, <laughs> we are we are <laughs> that
3: is really savagy. shooting our shot
5: today. That's savage. <laughs> Rosas Saunders.
4: Actually, that's not hard at all. All right, you don't think so? No, that's all not, right. That's not hard at all. It's uh, you, you got to fire Ryan. Exactly. This is the yeah. easiest yeah. one yeah. we've done so really? far. Really? You got to fire oh, Ryan. Yeah. You, you got to go Ryan. year to year with Rosas, and you got to yep. extend Carl Anthony Towns. That's the easiest one. Really?
3: All right. I mean, you've had Carl Anthony Towns and. Things did things were still bleak around here until Gerson Rosas showed up, wasn't
4: it? Uh, I mean, Kat's they went on. to the playoffs once with Cat and without Gerson Rosas. But, okay. And Rosas is not fired. The Ryan one is, yeah,
5: unfortunately, the exactly. Ryan, yeah. the easiest part of the equation. Yeah, you're not losing Rosas. You're right. just going
0: year to year on him. Okay. You're, you're dating Rosas. All right. I've got a Gophers one for you if you want it. <laughs> this is the greatest day ever. Rami's <laughs> right. This is great fun. Ooh! <gasps>
4: By the way, I just got to try out the new button bar here. Oh, nice.
3: Oh, my God. Fantastic uh, button it, it bar. It works, huh? Yeah.
4: Definitely works. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, that's good. Definitely works. Yep. Okay. All right. What's your gopher's one? I right, would of those Fleck. farts, but okay.
0: <laughs> you never sent me any, by the way, <laughs> so I appreciate that. Fleck, Patino, or Whalen?
4: Fleck, Patino, or Whalen? All right. This ex- is not extend hu- this is, fire year to year. This is simple, too. It's not hard. Extending Fleck, right? Yes. Yes.
5: I'm going to fire Patino, who I like, but I, I can find a basketball coach. And, <laughs> and I'm keeping Lindsay because, my gosh, she's a, a a local treasure.
4: Uh, I disagree. I'm going extend Fleck. I'm with Judd, by the way. All right. Yeah. I'm extending Fleck. I'm going year to year on Patino and I'm firing Lindsay Whalen. Oh, wow. because no I liked Lindsay Whalen better when she, was, uh, when she was a media member on our show. <laughs> <laughs> Same re- That's reason, reason I am fired Falvey. Okay.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. It was selfish reasons. I thought you were doing up the this. phone as soon as she's fired. <laughs> yeah. She was a great guest. How would you like to be a part of the Score North team, Lindsay? She's okay.
4: a diehard Vikings fan man people are really tweet- people are people are tweeting these at my computer oh just my gone. god people are doing score north the fire year, <laughs> year i need to refrain from that hold on hold on let's go where are they danny collar manny uh there's another one that popped up wow here. no i can't do that i'm kidding i can't <laughs> do it i can't do it i thought about it i thought at
3: first i got score exci- north. yeah i got exc- so i got excited by the notion that i started thinking about it and i can't i have to look these people People in the face. It's so dirty. No, I can't. Oh, you can do it. No. <laughs> can I? Give him to me again. Of course <laughs> you can.
5: <laughs> so dirty. So dirty. <laughs> what are the choices?
4: Uh, the choices would be... Um, <laughs> Hold on. I don't oh, it was no, someone else just put it in here. I don't know. Uh, fire Extend and what was it called? again? Fire Extend year and year. <laughs> you yeah. lost, lost track of the <laughs> All right, Mike says Mike says for Jonathan Mackie Judrami. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, he's not going to fire his boss, so Phil <laughs> said be the ultimate
5: <laughs> be the
2: ultimate <laughs> The <laughs> Art Stone Cold Steve Austin Oh
4: yeah, yeah Vince true, McMahon deal. Yeah. Touche. I don't know, man. That's tough. Now people are doing uh people are doing uh color commentators. Okay, Burt Blylevin, Alex Rodriguez, and Booger McFarland. You gotta say about a booger what? for sure, right? No, A-Rod. Or is it Bert? The, the A-rod. Really? Yeah. I'm extending A-rod. No. <laughs> oh no! Why do you like A-Rod? Uh-uh. Okay, first of all, first of all, this this game in this yeah. game you have to fire extend. <laughs> I love how it <that> works, <laughs> there. We're making
3: you fire and <laughs> extend money. No, A Rod's fired. I'm sorry. I just and I, part of it's I just don't like looking at his face. I'm sorry. I don't want. I don't want A Rod around. He's gone.
5: This comes down to who I have to listen to the most, though. So I would probably fire Bird or Booger because if you don't fire, I don't really watch it means Sunday Justin night baseball. And Great Sunday sentence. night baseball, I just don't watch it. I'd probably fire this thing in I might fire Booger now. <laughs> After Monday night, all those things have gone wrong in Minnesota sports. Like what, booger? Oh, like the Minneapolis Miracle. <laughs> so childish. That was so terrible. That oh, enjoyable. Oh, oh, I it's oh, just—it's it's, it's off the chart.
4: By the way, uh, Chad, Chad, uh, loyal listener, Chad tweets in that he would extend Judd the Sports Dad. Okay, he'd go year to year on Rami. Fire me! Fire wow.
5: Whoa, Chad.
3: Damn, Jen. <laughs> uh, he says he would
4: go. He did the
5: whole thing.
3: I can't he would do. Score North Staff. I can't.
4: He's Eric. he's firing. He's firing Falvey Levine, uh, and he's extending Max Kepler. Actually, he put Falvey and Levine on here. That one doesn't count. So you can't, we, can't, you can't do, combine uh, them. That's why Rockable Deli. I, I could fire Derek Falvey because I kept that. Amazing. Wow. There's a couple wow. wrestling ones in you, too, like Macho Man Steve Austin and Ric Flair. Ooh. And which, Ooh. what would you do? I'm ex- What's the answer? I'm extending. I'm extending Ric Flair because Ric Flair is just an all-time like can cut promos on, on anybody. Give me the
3: three again. It was Macho Man,
4: Macho Rick Man, Flair. Steve Austin, Ric Flair. Oh, this one's actually pretty easy. Macho Man has already been fired from the Earth. Like he's alive <laughs> <in war>. anymore. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he he are we now calling death Dude, fired? He died.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <we're> so <laughs> you get up to the Pearly Gates, you're fired.
4: Uh, and Stone Cold Steve Austin the other one. Wow. Now, how about this one from Simon? He says, fire, extend, or year-to-year. Kevin Harlan, Al Michaels, Mike Tirico. That's tough. Hold That's on. That's a tough on. one. <laughs> Wait, I got to... If it's tough, I have to write them down. Harlan, Michaels... You got to fire Al Michaels. I was going to say, fire, you know, it's Michaels. been a good run. You yeah. know what? No disrespect, but it's been a because good of, run. You know, sometimes... Around, of Al's age. When I, I watch Sunday Night Football, You're they right. have
3: like the shot in the booth of him and Chris Collinsworth standing there... Al Michaels sometimes looks like he's tired of football and talking about it. He just has that—the body language, the facial expression—like this is good. Do and you all.
5: realize <laughs> the game gets done and Al heads to his private plane and flies home? He's probably not tired at all. The fact that Al gets on a private plane and goes home That's, probably makes it just
3: the, the sport. Just watching it, We're talking of about the penalties. it. I think he's done because of all the penalties. I think he's had enough. So yeah, he's fired. Kevin Harlan's getting extended. Mike Tarico, year to year. I love I flipped those two.
5: I love Kevin Harlan. Harlan, year to year. I think Tarico is right now the best play by play guy in the business. I love Mike Tarico.
4: 8255 Sage football wisdom coming up here shortly on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. We really stumbled onto something here, guys. Mark in South Dakota, you're on the show. Hey,
2: fellas, I got two of them. All right. First, first one: Patino, Fleck, and Matsko.
4: Motsko, what are you doing? Uh, I'm, is, what are you doing, hockey coach? Yeah, I know. What, what are you doing? Well, I, well, that, wait, was, that was for me and Rami.
0: Uh, yeah, I was, I was at the game Friday night. I saw him lose.
2: <laughs> I was
4: about to say
3: Motsko because I don't know who that guy is. So I'm glad you. I'm glad you cleared it up. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Speaking of guy, I, mean, I, I guess I'm dumping Motsko. Yeah, me too. CJ I'm giving PJ an extension, <laughs> and I'm year to year on Patino because best, good basketball players don't stay for four years.
4: And the Gophers haven't had a whole lot of threats to. I leave was going to say, In I'd probably a- go three. Motzko year exactly, exactly, exactly. Sorry. All right, all right, Mark, that's good stuff. Hey, keep tweet them at us throughout the show. We'll, we're going to stockpile some of these. I at love Phil this, Mackey, I love at Jay be creative. Tommy is tweeting. Love this game. Be creative. Give us a few, uh, give us a few more wall. uncomfortable ones. Off the wall, bizarre ones. I like this sweat. Uh, sage football wisdom when we come back here to Mackie and Jeb with Robbie. And uh, I'm going to try and we have a, a brand new audio uh, set up here. So I'm going to try and click play on this and hopefully the ship doesn't sink. Oh, look at that. Let's talk about TCL TVs. Nice. Didn't break the screen here. Well done. What are we watching right now on TCL? Oh, I can see that Judd has been controlling NHL the TCL Network. TV. We're watching NHL Network NHL right Network, now. NHL
5: Network, it's fantastic. Uh, Rami, turn turnaround doesn't concern you.
4: Oh, uh, Matt
3: Duchesne Dushane signed an extension. That's a seven-year, $56 that. million That's extension.
5: months ago.
4: Don't worry about it. Oh. They're just rehashing
5: the old rehashing, news here. Yeah, in fact, you can turn it NHL
4: on the fly. So uh, we watch all kinds of sports on these it's, TCL TVs. 55-inch built-in Roku device giving you thousands of streaming channels. Uh, TCL TVs are available inside any major local retailer in the Twin Cities. And if you just if you just kind of scroll through uh, my Twitter account, at Phil Mackey, on a weekly basis, uh, there's a lot of people, you guys, loyal listeners out there, who've been sending us photos of their living room setups of the TCL TVs they got earlier in the year or on Black Friday. A couple of you sent in photos on Black Friday. So keep them coming. You can help the show, and uh, we'll be back with more Mackie and Jub with Rami
0: here from the TCL Studios. Jonathan here with the Score North download brought to you by the 3M Open. We'll start off reminding you the the Score North Podcast Network. It consists of more than a dozen shows from Purple Daily and Raised by Wolves to The Scoop with Doogie and Royce Unchained. You can find a full list of these Minnesota sports podcasts over at score north.com and the free score north mobile app, or just search score north S K O R North. Anywhere you find your podcast Vikings injury report came out as we head to week 14 between the Vikings and the Detroit lions. The only two that did not practice today were Riley reef with a concussion and Adam Thielen. Once again, with that hamstring issue, Dalvin Cook it was a limited participant in practice. Get the golf for your life tickets to the 2023 M Open and save money with the Frozen 4-Pack four weekend flex tickets with parking for just $150. Go to 3MOpen.com now and reserve your tickets today. The 3M Open. Golf, that matters. That's been your Score North download. Now back to Mackie and Judd with Rami.
4: Mackie and Judd with Rami on Score North and the Score North app. And it's Thursday at 4.30, which means it's time for us to get smarter here. Some sage football wisdom with our journeyman quarterback friend and former Vikings quarterback, Sage Rosenfels, who just informed us he dropped $900 on Christmas lights That's this week. Awesome. Sage, what is wrong Dude. It That's wasn't
6: right. just lights. It was lights, decorations, extension cords. A lot of extension cords. And holy cow, those things aren't that And I didn't get the cheap ones. I got, like the nicer extension cords. So, uh, you know, we get got some decent weather here in the Midwest. I'm a little late to the game, so I'm going to put up uh, some holiday lights uh, this, <laughs> <laughs> Christmas lights this weekend, or today, yeah, as soon as the show is over. So, um, yeah. And by the way, Rami, uh, what do you think of these Bears? Six and six, huh? Mitchell Trubisky, what do you think? What, do you, what are your thoughts on them? I, I'd, I'd like to hear this.
3: Well... Mitchell Trubisky's improved play over the last few weeks has gotten me into my fantasy football playoffs because due to injury, I was down to Mitchell Trubisky at wow. quarterback. I don't think he's taking the Bears to the playoffs, though. I don't think they will have the same fate as my fantasy football L- Let team.
4: us note that we have just hit the sweet spot here for, for our listeners, which is Bears football and Rami's fantasy.
3: Wall to wall, baby. Right but, here. Sage, let me ask you, of the 900 dollars Approximately, how much of that was spent on outdoor decorations? How much was spent on indoor Ooh, decorations?
6: That's a good question. Well, so I I bet I I bet I spent a hundred dollars in extension cords. Okay, like this. So right. I mean, that's sort of outdoor and indoor. Uh, I'm gonna say I spent uh, one fit, mostly out mostly outdoor. I okay. mean, those roof lights. If you get like those LED things, you know, th- those are. Twenty bucks a shot. I think I got fifteen of them. I, you know, I have a lot of roof space and wow. whatever. So though, you know, those things th- they add up quick. I have not bought, uh, you know, Christmas decorations, Christmas lights, uh, in a number of years. I have, I have some, but this year I've decided that I'm going to blow it out. I'm gonna blow it out this go. year, wow. you know, 2019. Let's do this thing. I'm, you know, and I got a couple of nice days here. I, start, I started yesterday. I got some tall trees. The first thing I did when I made this decision, I was on Amazon and I ran across this extender thing where it's it can go up to like 35 feet Ooh. and it was like 55 bucks. And I'm like, okay, if I'm gonna do this, I need to get one of those. And once I purchased <laughs> that, it was on the 54 dollar thing. Absolutely nine hundred dollars later i've got all this other stuff now so are
5: you are we talking about because this all sounds great but are we talking about you going up on a roof and and a ladder here or are you going to get a guy because i would suggest that you get a guy once you're net nine hundred dollars in who
6: cares at that point i would get a guy to do those things Do do you mow your own yard
5: Yes, I'm on the ground, though. My feet are
6: on the ground. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I got you. I got you. So you mow your own yard. Yeah. All right. Now, I mow my own yard, too, or I have my teenage kids mow my yard also. And the reason I do that is not because I can't pay somebody else to do it. Because I can. I can pay somebody else so to mow So you're going up yard. on the roof. I mow my talking. yard, one, because I enjoy it. And, two, it's good for my kids, I think, to mow my yard. Yeah, so working. I'm going to go yeah. up on my roof, I believe, today oh, no. and put up some of these lights uh, because you know what? If somebody else can do it, I can do it. Fa- famous
5: last words. <laughs> famous well, last words as you're being stretchered away. <laughs>
6: so, so let's talk the about the lions. Let's talk about the lions.
3: You know, that's what, really I, I, because- I have one more Christmas question, if I could, please. And this is for everybody on the panel today. Because yesterday, me and my girlfriend got a Christmas tree. It's our first full-size Christmas
6: tree that we've Sick. gotten together. I have a girlfriend, Brad. I So I get, it. by the way, real trees only for me.
3: No, nah, it's a fake one. Uh, um, I don't make Sage Rosenfell's money. I can't even pay somebody to mow my lawn. But. My question is I am insistent guys that the tree has to go in a window or by the patio door it has to be on display to people outside of the apartment she wants to put it somewhere else in the apartment any thoughts on this this was a major sticking point I think last you should, night. I
4: think you should look to maximize the exposure of a tree that you only put up for like maybe three right. or four weeks every right. single day. You should you should look to maximize the exposure That's Thank right. you so it should be in a
3: window
5: right? How big's the tree? Seven and a half feet. Yeah, window okay. for sure. All
3: right,
6: well, I, think, you. I think it's. I. You know, your eyes are in an apartment. I mean yes. if, it's, if that's then you can't even look out any. If you have no other windows in the apartment, really, I mean you're completely uh, caving yourself in. So I don't know about that. I mean I will say. If you have a tree in front of the window, it's like you've got outdoor lights. You know, like people from the outdoors might think you actually have some lights on your patio or something. It's actually just your Christmas tree on the inside, so... Uh, I don't know. I like in front of the. I like it in front of the window. But I think just the probably the most convenient spot. Okay. That uh, and maybe even in a corner. Like where would you put a little tree? Do you guys have like a?
3: We had in a our, fern
6: or something like that planted in the corner somewhere. In
3: the, in the previous house, I had we had a mini Christmas tree, and I would just put that on like an end table next to the couch next to a window. Right next That's to a we window. Had. We next have the, to the, Christ, couch. the Christmas right. fern next to a window. Right. But now we have this full size tree, and I'm insistent. This thing goes in front of the patio door. Yeah. No, I'm I'm team
4: I'm I'm, I'm team Rami Thank you. Show. All right, so now we uh, can get into some football. and it's good that, go. Sa- that Sage Rosenfels provides us with life, Christmas, and football guidance here. Sage Christmas wisdom, Sage Christmas wisdom, here <laughs> Sage holiday wisdom. Uh, so here's here's my take that I delivered uh, earlier this week, and I, I want your thoughts on it. I'm not saying that Adam Thielen like someone tweeted at me can Adam Thielen play corner. I, I'm, Adam Thielen's presence <laughs> would not have helped the, would not have helped the defense limit Seattle in that game. But I think if Adam Thielen is on the field for that Seattle game, when the Vikings have the ball down by four points late in the fourth quarter, instead of throwing to uh, outstretch Laquan Treadwell and rookie tight end, who's covered Irv Smith, I think you score a touchdown on that drive, and I think the Vikings win that game if you have a healthy Adam Thielen and the discussion is different this week. Is that a hot take, Sage Rosenfeld?
6: Uh, no, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it's not a hot take. I think that if they have if they have Adam Thielen in the game, there's a good chance that they may not even need to have that last drive to to, to win. You know, I mean, he's a guy that may have scored a touchdown or two uh, before he got to the fourth quarter. So I, I, they probably win the game, sure. But either way, doesn't really matter. They didn't have Adam Thielen. And uh, until the Vikings get him back, uh, you know, they're not going to be quite as good as, as they would be with him because he's such a good player. So I don't know. I'm sort of one of those – um, that's like post, that's like, that's like post speculation of something that was never going to happen. So I don't really <laughs> Are you dismissing know how to answer it. Are answer you dismissing it, my take out of hand right I think now. he's dismissing yourself. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, I am, you an, I am an
4: artist, damn it. Okay.
6: I mean, if, if Vikings didn't have Adam Thielen, w- if they had Adam Thielen, would they have been down 20 nothing against the Broncos? Or if Dalvin Cook played Who cares? So it doesn't right. matter. Right. <laughs> they Adam Thielen. Wow. That's a lot right there.
4: I mean, my main point is at full strength. Vikings are a damn good team.
6: I think they are. No, I think they listen. They went to Seattle, yeah, which I think is in the best division in football is the NFC West, and they lost by in a very very close ball game. They put them right down to wire, and I think probably one of the cleanest and well played games overall in the NFL this year. That was an extremely clean, competitive. Couple plays here, couple plays there. You no know, very few turnovers, very few uh, four penalties. I think in the game, and that was at Seattle, maybe the toughest place to place play, to play in the NFL. So yeah, the Vikings are right in that mix. So, you know, if they would play the uh that play that game in Minnesota, I think they might win by four points. If they play the Saints or uh, San Francisco, I you know we we we. Beat San Francisco, I thought pretty good uh, r- r- uh, last year. Uh, I think th- the Vikings are right in that mix right now. So if they add ad- if they add Adam Thielen to the group, um, man, it would be. Uh, you know, the the Vikings, I, I, they they have a shot here. I really do believe they've got a shot to make a run here uh, from what we've seen and is what you said. If they can get Adam Thielen back, and, and hopefully Dalvin Cook is healthy for the rest of this season. Um, you know, the way they're playing, they can beat anybody, and uh, it, it would be great to have Adam back sooner rather than later.
5: But, say if they, they do go in as the six-seed wild card, Do you think that they have a realistic chance to make a Super Bowl run, having to start on the road and then win, win, win? Because my thing is, if they beat Seattle or they they win the division, and we're talking about them possibly getting home field, I think they're in great shape because that's such a tough place to play here. But it just seems to me to be such a long shot now if things unfold like we expect them to. Not saying that they can't win a first-round playoff game. I think they actually can. But then to follow that up and follow that up, I think it's extremely difficult.
6: It's harder. I mean, yeah, there's a reason you want one the the home field advantage all the way through, and that's what really did hurt us in 2009. Uh, You'd like to have that buy. uh, But it doesn't mean it's not possible. And I see this Vikings team as a team that can sort of go on a hot run and just be really, really tough to beat. And, you know, ask the New York Giants, they won two Super Bowls. Uh, I believe they were 9-7, and 10-6 in those two seasons and just sort of uh, worked. They, they had a fight to get to the playoffs and then they just got hot and, and kept playing uh, great football and won Super Bowls. I believe the Steelers also... One time, won the Super Bowl with uh, you know at the five or six seed or something like that, and um, you know the road warriors, and that's just the way it's going to be. The Vikings do play better at home, but the road is tougher uh, to win, playing three straight away games. But you know, I, I got I, I got no concerns going back down to Dallas or something like that. Um, and I uh, said, you know, the, when you have this style. This style of good defense and this running game with a, with an electric back uh, and a couple receivers and tight ends that really can, can stretch the field, and make plays. Um, when that machine is working right, man, that's that's a tough out. And so if the you know the Vikings, I sure will make the playoffs here. Um, I, I think they can make a run. Obviously, it would be easier if they have a a two or a one seed or at least a home game. That would be nice if they won this division, and and they very much can do that.
3: This Dalvin Cook injury looks like it's something that could linger and be re-aggravated time and time again, as it was on Monday night. This is a Lions team you should be able to beat without Dalvin Cook. Is We can go without Dalvin this week and and win the game without him. Is that a mindset you can afford to have when you're trying to win a division and fighting for playoff seating?
6: Uh, no, and I don't think they have that mindset, and I don't think they think much uh, about the fact that Detroit's record is 3-8. This is a really good team i mean they they've almost every game if you look at their schedule and collar and i went through yesterday like they have got all these losses by two points three points five points seven points sort of i mean on and on and on they have and some of their stats they actually have if it's like more first downs than their opponents they have all these stats where you could easily think their record uh is something like you know, 7, and, seven and 5 or, or whatever at this point, completely different than what it actually is. Uh, so they're not a bad football team, and the Vikings are going to need everybody they can. Uh, n- not, not many guys are 100% healthy right now. There's a lot of guys that are walking around 90% healthy or 85% healthy, uh, but the Lions got the same issues. So if Dalvin Cook can play, I think you have to, there's some risk there. And I, you know, they said clavicle injury. I don't know exactly what that is. I would think this is, you know, I stayed in the Holiday Inn Express last night, and I think this is probably (laughs) what it is. But there's an AC joint that I never luckily didn't sprain, but it happens a lot to players when they land on it or someone hits them wrong on it. You know, uh, Maybe it was that or a slight shoulder issue or something. But, you know, those can be, yeah, you know, put a brace on it, and I can play this week, and it's going to hurt, but I can get through it. Um, But, you know, don't throw many passes where I have to outstretch my arms because that might be a problem, you know, all the way till like, I've seen that thing go for a month or six weeks, you know. So only Dalvin knows and only Eric Sugarman, the train staff, only those guys know. And I imagine, uh, you know, if he can play – uh, th- they're going to want him to play because they need every one of these wins down the stretch. Uh, so when they get to the playoffs, it would be nice if they had a home game uh, rather than playing somewhere on the road in that first round.
4: Sage Rosenfels is hanging out with us here, uh, as he does every Thursday, for some Sage football wisdom, Mackie and Judd with Rami. And if you were in that Vikings locker room and Xavier Rhodes was your teammate and he came out yesterday and, and spoke with reporters and he he apologized for his actions on the sidelines and he also apologized for just not being good this season and for his play declining. Um, if you were a teammate in that locker room, how would, how would you look at Xavier Rhodes after the, the last game and the this season and also just after his apology?
6: Well, I don't know Xavier, and it sounds like from just Mike Zimmer yesterday that uh, you know he has been a a solid, solid leader on this football team, and he's respected, and he worked hard. He's a pro, um, and he's a passionate guy, and and uh, he has you know been one of the best corners in the NFL. I mean, there was a conversation at one point that he was the best cornerback in the NFL, and obviously, he didn't play well last year. I was. Wondering last year in the off season, talking about like, I wonder if the Vikings will do something with him. And his name never really came up, but I didn't know if it was going to be maybe a restructure uh, or maybe even a trade to somebody who who thought he still had something left in the tank. But nothing happened, and he came back at you know this salary, and and he is not playing well. I believe he's something like 80th out of 82 cornerbacks. Uh, on, you know, pro football focus or, wh- or whatever as far as like quarterback ratings against him. You know, so it's one of the worst in the league, and, and yeah. a guy who has a lot of pride, uh, who's been one of the best in the world, and to see that deteriorate, I cannot imagine how frustrating uh, you know that is. Because I never had the skills like that that. Uh, is one of the best in in the league, and, and all of a sudden it was all you know taken away at all at once. You know, so that you know, that's a tough place to be. Uh, he wants, to, he knows that. You know the way he's playing is not helping this team win games uh, as much as it maybe it could or should. I mean, you know the cornerback position has been sort of a weak spot this year, where it really should be a strength since we have, I, I believe, four first round draft picks uh, in the secondary and three at the cornerback position. You got to think that should be a strength, and it's not. So I think there's a lot of frustration, uh, and I completely understand it. And you know, uh, I, I, hopefully Xavier can play better. He is playing his tail off. It's not for lack of effort from what I see. Uh, he's tackling as good as I've seen him tackle really, uh, in his career. And, and, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure he's as frustrated as everybody, uh, when he's made mistakes or gotten beat or, or just doesn't have quite the, the, you know, the, the physical abilities that he had even just two or three years ago. Those, he's, he's gotten injured off and on a lot over his career. I, there's many a time I've seen, uh, I, I've seen him, Xavier, walking off the field or limping off the field. He's got a little this, a little that, a little this, a little that. And we've all seen it uh, dozens of times, I would say, over the course of the last five, six, seven years. And uh, those things do add up. And next thing, you, next thing you know, you're just not as explosive and quick as you were when you were 25 years old.
3: People have been calling for Holton Hill to get more snaps in, in Xavier Rhodes' stead. And w- my response to that has been... I'm just going to have to defer and assume that Mike Zimmer and a lot of other people who know a whole lot more about football than I do, Sage see something in practice that tells them Holton Hill wouldn't be any better at cornerback than Xavier Rhodes. Is that a fair assumption to make, or do you think there's something else going
0: on here?
6: No, no, I, I think Mike Zimmer, what he should do is he should open up a Twitter account, and what he should do is he should go out there and he should ask Vikings fans, should, <laughs> should Holton Hill play in front of Xavier <laughs> Rhodes this week and do the poll, yes or no?
4: What do we or think or the f- percentages number three, would be there, probably? <laughs> number three, 95?
6: somebody else on the practice squad. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, um, yeah, I, you know, we're, we're fans. We're media people. Like We do we, we don't know what at, what they see every day at practice and what they've been seeing now for a couple of years and what they see during training camp. And we've seen him make good plays. You know, it's like the backup quarterback who plays well in the preseason. It's like, well, yeah, we saw him make some good plays and he played a little bit last year and played well in the preseason, but, you know, and everyone wants the backup quarterback to, to come in and be the, the starting quarterback, right? So um, it, it's one of those situations you have to defer to the coaches and just assume that, you know, listen, they these guys are paid. A lot of money to make these decisions. They're the one who see him every day. And I don't think that they're not going to play Holton Hill because it might hurt Xavier Rhodes's feelings. I truly don't believe that. You're you're making, you know whatever it is 10, 12 million dollars a year, you 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 it's you have every ever, it's that the, the team has every right to hurt your feelings, right? So they're going to play whoever uh, they think gives them the best chance to win and until they make a change it's Xavier Rhodes. But say back to
5: Phil's point and here here's my only my real problem here and I, I be curious to get your thoughts as a guy who who sat in that room for a long time. You know, if this is a receiver declining or not playing well or an offensive player or, let's say, a kicker, Mike is either not going to pull punches or say nothing. And he's certainly going to indicate that a change is going to come. And to what you said, which is, to me, the red flag, Xavier Rhodes struggles go back a year now, and Mike still continues to come out and say he's a great kid and he's working hard. If I'm, if I'm in your old job and I'm watching that, I'm saying to myself, would he treat my position group the same way? And secondly, at some point it does come off as a loyalty to a player that that loyalty wouldn't be extended to a guy who doesn't play defense. Wouldn't you be frustrated, though?
6: Well, I mean, I don't know. I I don't want to try to look for something. I, I think it's really good that Mike Zimmer has loyalty. I do. I, I think it's always better to have a little bit too much loyalty than not enough. And I think Belichick somehow sort of finds a way to hit the perfect sweet spot. You know, he would have gotten rid of him uh, after the season. Uh, Belichick would have. Shoot, he may have even somehow seen it, even though Xavier played really well two years ago. He may have even seen, you know, he's had this many x-rays and this many this and he did give up some some yards at the end of the season he may have traded him away before last season i mean cuz bills always seems to be ahead of the game but i like coaches who are loyal to their players and sometimes a little bit to a fault. Uh, and then that's just sort of the way it goes. I think players respect that. I think players like it when the coaches are, you know, hey, there's the grass isn't always greener somewhere else. I think uh, the uh, players like that when organizations try to sign and extend guys from within rather than always trying to pick somebody else up from another team that maybe he hasn't sacrificed for that team. So uh I, I don't have a really a problem with that. I, I know what you're trying to say though, where uh you don't want his loyalty to a player, his friendship to a player or whatever uh, to you know, sort of hurt the team and actually wins and losses. And I, I don't believe he thinks he's doing that. I, I think that he probably thinks that Xavier's the, the guy that has to play and has to play better uh, if they want to have a chance to make the run of the playoffs. And, and if they're, if, it, if it is somebody else, I think he'll make that move to somebody else. So, Sage,
4: you, uh, you have a relationship uh, going back with Kevin Stefanski, who I think a lot of people are looking at. The job that he has done, along with Gary Kubiak, with Kirk Cousins and this offense, and his name is now popping up as one of the next hot potential uh, coordinator turned head coach options. Carolina just fired Ron Rivera, which I don't know if I fully agree with, but I get if you're if you're a new owner, you want to put in your new uh, you want to put in your guys. I guess my question to you is: Do you think Kevin Stefanski, right now, uh, with very little coordinating experience, but he's a smart guy, do you think right now he's ready to be a head coach?
6: Um, I don't think anyone's ready right to be a head coach. You know what I mean? I, I think as as a first timer, I think every first time head coach makes mistakes. Uh, even the Sean McVays who come. Uh, you know flying out of the gates as a head coach uh, i 'm sure he 's made mistakes over it. I think they 're in a salary cap situation, which is has all kind of mistakes right now but yeah. um i i you know I think Kevin would be as ready as any young guy in his position who's not hasn 't been in the league for twenty five years and he 's only been a coordinator for a short time. I think he's built up a lot of good relationships with all the coaches, both offense and defense from all the years he's been in minnesota there's obviously a reason that rick spielman and the crew have sort of kept him here and found ways to keep him here whether it's increasing his salary or giving him a more important job and because they you know through all these different coaching staff from the brad childress area uh till now uh so i if 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 this organization wants somebody who's um you know, that, that, that they have liked now for, for this long, what has been 13 years or something like this since yeah. 2006. He's been with the Vikings. You gotta think another organization is looking for somebody like that, uh, who's smart. He went to Penn. He's very likable, uh, and as a quarterback. He's extremely likable. Um, and I, I think he would have success as a head coach. I, I really do. And, um, so, you know, I will see if he gets a job somewhere. I think he's gonna be in a list of the top of, to- of maybe five coaches that uh, are going to get some serious serious looks and will probably get hired this year I think the defensive coordinator Robert Sala uh, in San Francisco he's another fairly young guy he was uh, I believe quality control uh when I was in Houston That's the
4: bald guy that just flexes for 3 hours on the yeah, sidelines right, yeah, right? okay he's really good yeah, yeah, Sala. yeah
6: so, so yeah I mean I'm I'm really lucky uh, the course of my career some of these you know quality control coaches which are the coaches that you never really hear about uh guys like Robert Sala Matt LaFleur was quality control coach when I was in Houston with Kyle Shanahan as our coordinator right now he's head coach of the Packers so seeing Robert Sala in that position and seeing Stefanski who was not even quality control before I got to Minnesota uh he was sort of the head coach's assistant and he basically did all these random things from setting the schedule and, and 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 whatever it might be getting things done for Brad. He has worked from there into coaching. He always told me he wants to get into the quarterback room because he knows the quarterback is the best way to become a head coach because you have to learn about everything. So he went from you know uh, quality control to I think I think was running backs to tight ends to quarterbacks to coordinator, and he has had success and a lot of respect from his players at all those positions. So yeah, I think Kevin Stefanski would be a fantastic head coach somewhere, and the Vikings would have to then have a plan of how the, how do they replace him? And if they're not thinking about that right now, because they can't control that unless they make him head coach of the Vikings, all right, they cannot control if he gets an offer somewhere else, uh, if, you know, to keep him here. So they, they better start thinking about, you know, who they might want to replace him with. Cause I got a feeling that he'll get a head coaching job somewhere else. I, I don't know, but I got a feeling that, uh, you know, if they hired Zach Taylor as Sean McVay's assistant, uh, you know, uh, who obviously Sean McVay was truly uh, the play caller and the whole thing—you uh, gotta think uh, Kevin Stefanski will get some. Will get some offers somewhere. He may not take them. He may want to have another year um, and just sort of keep growing as a coordinator and, and those types of things. And um, you know, uh, and I'm sure he'll get a nice pay raise if that's the case.
3: Put yourself in the shoes of of the Wilfs or Rick Spielman and everything that you just laid out there, Sage, along with the regression of the defense. If you're those guys, do you consider even if it is say an eleven win football season,
6: moving on for Mike Zimmer to keep Kevin Stefanski in 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 the building? Ooh, I mean that would that would be interesting. I that would really shock me. Uh, but I don't, you know, I'm not in that building. Yeah, I I, I just don't know. You know, I've had my short conversations with Mike Zimmer before, but I'm not in that room every single day. And, and obviously this organization has seen a lot of both of them over the last number of years. Um, th- that would be very unusual because, you know, again, I think the Vikings will make the playoffs this year. They're obviously in the, you know, deep in the playoffs two years ago. Mike has been pretty consistent. But if you really do look at the whole thing, and I, and I, I thought about this. Two days ago, I got a random tweet from somebody who said, "I think the Vikings should have traded uh, two first, you know, should have traded for Jalen Ramsey because our cornerbacks are so bad." And my response was, "Well, that would be six first-round draft picks because he was a two first-rounder. Jalen Ramsey was. That'd be six first-round draft picks we'll have given up for our secondary. That is a lot. And the the real fact is, we have three first-round cornerbacks, and our weakness is cornerback. Yeah." That's probably weakness on the team. I mean, going into the season, of was offensive line. Man, that offensive line has played pretty well. Now, I think the coaching staff has done a great job of sort of minimizing their weaknesses, which is just straight-up seven-step pass protection and shotgun all the time. I think that's great job by Kevin and uh, Stavansky and, and Gary Kubiak and, and, uh, and Rick Dennison. But, you know, that offensive line was a weakness. Now they're a strength. Uh, and you know they they have a first round center who struggled, but the defense that that cornerback position that should be a strength of this football. Team. Sage, there's a lot of Sage. draft picks. There's a lot of money, to, and that's the head coach's specialty. Sage. The So I is think this. there is a there is a, a um, sort of a conversation there, I guess, to even to to at least, uh, to at least think about. The problem
5: is this though. Rhodes is unfixable right now. He's just broken down.
6: So yes, well he's gonna be going after the season. Right, but I'm just saying
5: for for the for the sake of a Super Bowl conversation in two thousand nineteen, the Ramsey trade actually makes sense because there's no fixing roads.
6: I'm not giving up two first round draft picks. I'm just not. Like that's just I I like those first round draft picks and I think those are really, really important and they don't even have a contract for him. Yeah. So what's he going to cost? 20 some plus million dollars yeah, a year. If I got a Lombardi
5: year? trophy and I'm taking it down 94 <laughs> in uh, in February, <laughs> you think I care at that point? I got the Lombardi trophy.
6: I I don't know. I think that's that's uh that even if you get him, the chances of just winning the Super Bowl are just it's just very it's just hard. It's extremely hard to do and you they might go from a 1 in you know, twelve shot or one in sixteen shot of winning it to like one in eight. I mean, I think it helps, but the football is such a team sport, and everything has to sort of go right, and the bounces have to go your way for every team that wins a Super Bowl. I mean, even for the Patriots last year, they always seem to get lucky. I mean, Edelman makes that those crazy catches sometimes, or you know, the, 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 to go down to Kansas City and sort of grind it out uh, in that football game. I mean, the, the teams that win the Super Bowl are always a little bit lucky. Even the Patriots, they're always a little bit lucky, and and just because. You sign a really one really good player does not mean uh, you're all. It's going to be you know that much easier to win the Super Bowl.
4: Sage, this is great stuff, uh, especially the Christmas wisdom at the beginning. The
3: Christmas <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <die>, <laughs> Wish me luck.
4: Don't die, please.
6: Wish me luck.
3: Have some good traction on those shoes when you go up yeah. on that roof. So uh, let it's, it's, it's a new
6: roof, so oh, that's you know, good. As I said, that's grippy. Not not too long ago. People were just up there working their tails off, and there, there didn't seem to be any issues. And so, you know, if they can do it, I can do it.
4: That is Sage Rosenfels. You can uh, you can he- hear him every Monday and Wednesday at 2 o'clock on Purple Daily and every Thursday at 4.30. I'm Mackie and Jeb with Rami. All of those are podcastable, Apple, Spotify, and the Scorn Earth app. Goodbye, Sage. We'll talk to you next week. All
6: right, guys. And I will see you at the game on Sunday. Right on. Looking Bo- forward to football. it. Football. Omaha. Twins
4: Hot Stove. When we come back, a little hot
6: stove update,
4: including a little little Madison Bumgarner nugget to get you. Oh, oh, yeah. A mad, right. a mad Bum nugget? Mad Bum nugget when we come back here. Come with dipping sauce? That's weird. Okay. You made it weird. Let's talk about Luther Brookdale Toyota here for a brief moment. All right. 694 in Brooklyn Boulevard. The reason I continue to choose Luther Brookdale Toyota year after year and my family as well, the people in the cars. It's quite simple. The people are friendly and knowledgeable. They explain things very clearly to people like me who don't know really anything about cars. And they give honest assessments when it comes to service. No BS, uh, no 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 hidden uh things to try and charge more money. They're very honest and upfront. The cars are some of the most durable vehicles in the world, and they also come with state-of-the-art safety features that keep your family and loved ones protected especially during these winter months. I love this 2019 RAV4, and I can't wait to uh, take it around in a massive blizzard here in a few weeks, hopefully. I'm really hoping to be able to trudge around in two feet of snow because I have four-wheel drive and safety features. That's the corner of 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard where you can find Luther, Brookdale, Toyota. Let's come back with some more Mackie and Jeb with Ryan, a little hot stove update. TCL is a
2: proud sponsor of the Score
4: North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. One, two,
6: three, it's Mackie and Judd with Rami. with Rami. Speculation.
7: Reckless speculation. Reckless
4: speculation. Hot stove season gentlemen and actually hot around, actually baby. hot hot stove. awesome we are now one week away from the end of the winter meetings and the winter meetings haven't even started yet <laughs> and there's all kinds of activity around baseball and rumors twins are in the mix for madison bumgarner according to multiple reports but there are also multiple reports saying that another team one of rami's favorites has jumped into the mix here That the St. Louis Cardinals have put their hat in the middle for Madison Bumgarner. The White Sox, Mm. the Twins, and the Cardinals all linked to Madison Bumgarner. I don't like that at all. Mm -hmm. I don't like that on a lot of levels. Uh, the, the, The level I wouldn't like it on for the Twins is if he wants to stay in the National League and he wants to compete despite what Rami's hatred for the Cardinals might signify. The Cardinals are a really good team, and Madison Bumgarner could stay in the National League and also compete for a World Series. So that's that's a thing.
5: He also, I I saw a story, I think it was from the Mercury News, either late last night or today, that he wants to go back to the Giants. The Giants don't don't specifically want him him back, but they might come to some type of short-term agreement or something, which is very odd, but he's been, Hmm. been there his entire career, so it makes some sense. So... I can't tell where this is going. St.
3: Louis seems like a good fit for him because he's big on, air quotes, playing the game the right
4: way. And they do. And they're very big
5: they're on a heritage. playing the game the right they're way. They're a heritage they franchise. They the right way
4: to play they do the things, game. They
5: do things really right. They own you know, the
4: book. I mean, isn't that your pitch to him? If you get in a meeting with him yeah. and you get to put a PowerPoint presentation... Yeah, we're presentation a bunch of tight reading. asses too, dude.
3: <laughs> well, you know what? You could tell him You're going to fit right in here.
5: You could tell them, hey, look, if, if you're playing the Dodgers and Muncie styles a, a home run, we... Completely support you when, when you put that ball in Max's right in his ear hole. As a matter of fact, we'll be
4: disappointed if you don't.
5: Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, uh,
4: I, I guess the more I think about this Mad Bum thing, and you, I, people are throwing out a hundred plus million dollars. The number
3: I saw today was four years, eighty-four million. I mean, instant sign
5: up. Night- instant Night- sign up. Night- Nightingale that. said Nightingale reported that he talked to a couple executives after Wheeler signed for five years, one eighteen yesterday with the Phillies. That the price had just gone up again,
4: up above wheel so Wheeler, above
5: above a hundred million dollars. Yep, that here, he couldn't that you couldn't get him at that point for eighty four.
4: Yeah, the I'm on the story right now as free agency dominoes fall. Madison Bumgarner is expected to fetch at least a hundred million dollars. I mean, we're talking twenty to twenty five million dollars for four or five years is what it looks like for Bumgarner. Yeah, and if I'm the Twins, I do not care about overpaying Wetmore and I. By the way, cheap plug uh, just did. 25 minutes on Madison Bumgarner on the score North twin show. And you can go download that Apple Spotify score North app anywhere you find podcasts. And I am so bullish on the twins spending money instead of prospects because you're going to spend prospects in July too. I think you can improve your team without completely gutting your farm system. But if you, if let's say you whiff on Madison Bumgarner because, well, we're totally willing to pay 20, but 25, like, no, if, if you're in the ballpark for 20, and you're in the game for 20, and he wants to play here, and that was a thing with Zach Wheeler. It sounds like the Twins made the same offer as the Phillies did, but Zach Wheeler and his wife wanted to live near Philadelphia, and those are the things you And the White control. Sox offered more. Yes. And the White Sox love putting that out there every single time. Yes, they do. Um, yes, they do. But if you're the Twins, uh-huh. do you want to give up? Let's say John Gray with the Rockies, former number three overall pick, and that's the guy that I've been I've been driving that bandwagon. But that's going to cost you probably at least one or two of your top ten prospects. I mean, they're not just going to give him away. He's got a couple of years left. Do you want to give up top prospects now and then again when you upgrade your team if all goes well in the first three months of the season in July when you could pay money now and prospects in July? That's that's how I would look at this. Spend money now, overpay money now, agreed, and then pay prospects in July. That's exactly what I would do. That's exactly what I would do because this is
3: I mean this is the one time where you can go out and spend money and there is a a market for you to go and shop in where in in the market is limited when you get to the when you get to the trade deadline. You don't know who's going to be in it, who's going to be out of it, who's going to be available, who's even going to be good. There are injuries, guys just have bad seasons. You don't know what's going to be available at the trade deadline. Right now you kind of know what you're shopping for and it's the one time That you can
5: improve your team via free agency. So go and do it. And you've got the money to do it, right? It's not like you don't. You've got a a ton of, uh, salary to, to work with. It's a non salary cap league. The other thing I'm getting a little bit tired of in this town too, you guys, is this, this whole thing of, well, we'll, we'll go so far, but we can't go that. We can't go the next step. Jalen Ramsey, okay? I know it would have cost a lot. We talked about that with Sage. And I get where Sage's misgivings on that potential trade are coming from. But if you see yourself as a Super Bowl or World Series type of team, at some point in time, don't you have to pull the trigger on something that might not work? And so the mad bump thing here that that frustrates me even more that if the Twins come up short or he decides, I don't know, blah, 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 is this. I stand by what... I think we all talked about in the studio as the July 31st trade deadline last year approached, which is go to the Giants and make them an offer that's great and get him. Because guess what? If he's on your team right now and he he liked it, signing him wouldn't have been that 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 hard. Now you're bidding. Yeah, make him comfortable here. But, but if you had gotten him, if, if you had given up prospects, and you know what? Give the prospects and more that you gave up in the Sam Dyson deal that didn't work one bit. Give yeah. up those three guys and give up a couple more. Give up one top prospect. Because if Mad Bum was here, then you'd be talking to him as a guy who established himself here. And who knows? You might have won a playoff game. So this whole thing of, we'll dip our toe in the water and we'll get close. But then at the last second, you're like, but we can't do that. Well if you're if you're the twins, if you're not going to do that now, come again. When are you gonna do that?
4: No, it is it is the time to do it. I period. And it's okay. And I and I think I don't think Derek Falvey and Thad Levine operate paralyzed by the fear of what other people think or what media might say. And there's a lot of sports executives and coaches that make decisions the fourth down decisions or free agent decisions or trade decisions. Thinking in the back of their head, boy, if this doesn't go well, what are people going to say? Well, Mike right?
3: Francesa runs a few teams in New York, I guess, according <laughs> to what he says. They are definitely doing what he wants them to do.
4: But doesn't it seem like the Jets have the, made decisions the in Giants, the past? The the Mets. Oh, yeah, no. He's telling people what yeah. to do. And so I think we should give Derek Falvey and Thad Levine, if there's even like a 5% thought in their mind of, boy, if we, uh, if we go an extra year on this, we're going to look pretty bad if this contract blows up, I will raise my hand and say... If you overpay, quote-unquote, for Madison Bumgarner, and you go an extra year, you go that fifth year when maybe you wanted to go four, I will not rip you in Madison Bumgarner's fifth year when he is old, decrepit, and collecting a check from his couch. Totally fine
3: with it. Whether they win a World Series or not, I'm not going to judge it on results. I'm going to judge it on the process and on, on the mindset that you, that you went into to, to go and make that move. And it's a win-now mindset. And it's paying a price now. That may cost you later.
5: Absolutely. I went to Target Field today to to make the plea to stand in front of, of the ticket windows at Target Field to tell them, do you want these things, do you want people backed up to the street waiting to get their twins tickets, waiting to get their hands in the cold on those ducats? You know how you do that? You sign an upper echelon starting pitcher like Madison Bumgarner.
4: Reckless speculation. I got more for you guys. Do you know? This is from MLB.com's John Morosi via MLBtradermurs.com. Uh, past reports have already linked the Blue Jays and the Marlins to this player. And now three other American League teams are also in the mix the White Sox, Tigers, and Twins for, bear with me here, Yoshitomo uh, Tsutsugo who is one of the best hitters in the Let's Japanese Pacific League. We'll call him Yoshi. Okay, We're going to yep. call him Yoshi. All right. I'll call him Y. <laughs> All right. Yoshi or Y? I'm go with Yoshi. He's 27 years old, and last year in the Japanese Pacific League, uh, he had a 900 OPS, 29 homers, 79 RBIs. Uh, a few years ago, 44 home runs. He batted three twenty two. This is 2016. Uh, so he's put up big power numbers. He's a third baseman and a first baseman. How old is he? In Japan. 27. Okay, and does it say what kind of money he's looking for there? Nothing in this article. I'm going to guess it's not like, we're not talking about... I'd explore uh, it. I I think the the problem here is the last two times the Twins have went to a professional league in either Japan or Korea, overseas. Don't let that scare you off. It's been a train wreck both times. No, stop. I don't feel like this is reckless,
5: though, Phil. I feel like this is okay speculation. They're going to these leagues. Yeah.
4: They go to these leagues and the hot stuff. You pull a guy who hit 340 in Seishin Nishioka in Japan, and he was a disaster. You know what? I I, this doesn't do much for me. If if you get him, you get him. If
5: you don't, you don't. Who cares? I'm so focused right now on one thing, and that's big names. That's big names. That's millions of dollars, long-term contracts.
4: How does it make you feel? Here's another question for you. All right, this is from. Reckless speculation. This is from Lavelli Neal, our buddy at the Star Tribune. Okay? Mm-hmm. He said, uh, and again, I'm, I'm reading the synopsis from MLB Rumors. The Twins were among the most ardent teams in pursuit of Zach Wheeler. They offered Wheeler a five-year, $100 million contract, but the Phillies upended them. Had Wheeler taken the Twins' offer, it would have been the richest in franchise history, etc., um, etc. Cetera, et cetera. How do you feel, and Judd has heard this for years along with me, there's a lot of people that just think the Twins make offers from a PR standpoint, that they know are lowball offers, and this goes back to the Terry Ryan regime, that one of the criticisms is, it's not a real offer, they're just offering something that they know is the second or third best offer, so that they can say so they can that say, they try It can leak out to a Lavelle Neal yeah. that they made this offer. I think that's ridiculous, and I think... I think they're going to land a big fish at some point. I think this is the second time they've tried to give a hundred million dollars to someone who took slightly more with a different team. It's not like it's not like uh, Zach Wheeler got a hundred eighty million and the Twins offered 110. hundred um, ten. Like you make a five year one hundred million dollar offer to Zach Wheeler, that's a real offer. I mean, that's like that's an offer that you, that he probably says yes to. Uh, you know, two or three times out of t- I don't know what the ratio sure. is right. So how do you guys like, do you think there's any validity to, well, people rip us for never signing free agents. And so let's like kind of get in the mix here. And
3: I think that happens. I don't, I don't, and it probably happens from the twins, but I wouldn't say that every time that you see a report like that, it's, it's just some kind of cover up. It's, it's some, you know what I mean? They're
5: taking, yeah,
3: uh, right. I'm, I'm, but I'm sure I'm, I would bet that that happens in plenty of organizations where they make token offers that, make them look good and then they'll leak it out to a reporter and say hey we made this offer just we just came up a little bit short. I'm sure that that happens but I'm not I'm not going in with the skepticism that every time I read a story like what you just read that I that I'm just dismissing
5: it that seems ridiculous. I agree completely and and here's the thing though here's why I don't think as much as people are dying to believe that that's true here's why I don't think it's true because with Terry, what with, with the Twins did at least, what, Phil, two or three times, was th- they'd go shopping in that second bin, which actually is really dumb. The Nolasco bin, the uh, Kevin Correa bin, and then, then you overpay for a guy who you're not paying huge money to, but he's not very good. So I do believe that they have tried at times, but the reality, and, and people don't like this, and it's just the truth. The reality is there are how many teams that can go shopping in the Garrett Cole-Strasburg bin? Three, four, yeah. maybe five? Boston's out now. Mm-hmm. They're not in that bin. And so, But fans want to say, well, if you're not going to get Cole or Strasburg, you're cheap. But the reality is the majority of teams in Major League Baseball don't do that. I very much think that these guys are going shopping in that next bin and... Are guys dying to come here? I don't know. If you are if you are Wheeler, your girlfriend fiance is from Jersey. So your future in laws are right there. Mm-hmm. Steve Stone from the White Sox broadcast team tweeted last night that he was told it read like that Zach said, you know what? I also don't don't want to jump from the National League to the American League where there's a DH.
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, and Garner could say the same Because I can face a pitcher. Guess what? Like Nelson Cruz is in the lineup instead yeah. of John Lester. So, right? do, so do I I think that the Twins are
5: positioning themselves not to get players on purpose? No, I don't. The flip side to that, though, for me is this. It's time to go and get somebody. Yes. So, So I'm not defending them, but do I think that they are purposely calling up Wheeler's agent and saying what's Philadelphia offering? And he says, 118. And they say, how about 115? Mm. (laughs) And oh, good, good, good. Thank you very much. No, I don't. I don't. But now it's go time. And if you had told me at the beginning of this process, with where the Twins are at right now, which I think is a contender. I think they're a good team. If you told me at the beginning of this process right now, Mad Bum or Wheeler, I would take, given where you are at right now, Mad Bum. That's who I want.
4: Yeah, Wheeler, for, for all the questions that people bring up about Mad Bum, and by the way, I'll take either of them. Yeah, I think no, but I, I'd be happy with either one. I, yeah. would, I would
5: personally prioritize a guy with World Series experience, playoff experience, and the one thing that he's got going for them or for for him is he has a track record yes. of being a guy who eats innings.
4: Here's another thing to, to, to chew on here. If the Twins were able to do what they did... With their with their pitching structure and Wes Johnson the pitching coach, if they were able to make Martin Perez look that good in the first two months, and if they were able to make Tyler Duffy and Taylor Rogers the last couple of years become two of the best relievers in all the baseball, and Jayco De who is just kind of a number three, number four starter in his career, become an all star and right. have a career season that lands him, you know, a qualifying offer and you know 20000000 dollars. Imagine what they can do with a dude like Madison Bleeping Bumgarner if he buys in. And just think
3: about that. and And assuming there's fuel left in the tank, and I know he's not that old, but he's got he's got a lot of arms, a lot of innings on that arm. And I'm not saying that he doesn't have a lot left in the tank, but it has to be somewhat of a question of how much is left in the tank, right? All I need is three years, I think. There has to be something there to unlock, dude. I think there's plenty left in the tank. I mean, it's not
5: asking for three a years. a full okay? season last yeah, year? Yeah, I'm, and I'm three with you guys. Five.
3: I, I want them to go sign Madison Bumgarner. I'm with you guys. I'm not questioning. I wouldn't question that move one bit. And I even said, I know you're probably not getting value on the back half of the contract, but that's that's the price of doing business when you want to win a World Series.
5: Exactly.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit, just going back to our Vikings conversation from last hour, it's a little bit like the spot that the Vikings were in. The Vikings have been in this spot a couple of times in the last 12 years or so, where everything's ready to rock. You just kind of need, not that the Twins are one piece away, because I think you know, every season's a little bit different, but if, boy, if you add this one piece, everything looks like it could be headed for a championship. And what I commend the Vikings for in those moments, and it's different because like, you can't really cripple yourself too much financially in the NFL because every team is guaranteed to bank $100 million in profit. So it's you know, But when the Vikings go out in 2008 and they go get Jared Allen or they go get Brett Favre in 2009... Say, so believe it, we're going to pay you a million dollars a game in a in a time where that just didn't happen with quarterbacks. We're going to give up, was it two first-round picks and a third or something for Jared Allen? Yeah, they give up a
5: ton for him. 2008.
4: Great trade. Um, or even with Kirk Cousins. You know what? He's not the best quarterback in the NFL. He might not even be a top-ten guy. Um, and there's going to be some flaws, but dang it, we're just going to overpay because it's either that or nothing. And you just don't want to get caught without a chair in the game of musical chairs here for the Twins. So, like, that... That chair is so much more valuable to the Twins now than it was two or three years and ago. And plus, the Twins don't have it; they don't ha- have the opportunity.
5: And it wouldn't be prudent of them every year for us to say pounce this year, now pounce again, now pounce again. Right? This time it's time. There have been a lot of times where people have been like, "Why don't you just go?" Last year, why don't you go sign Bryce Harper? Well, did you really look at that? Would that really have made sense to compete for Bryce Harper in that contract or? Machado and that contract? I don't think so. So the Vikings are, because of the uh nature of their league, I think, a lot of years where it just makes sense. The Twins opportunities come up and it's time to do it. And this is this is one of them. And they're not, it's you know what? A year from now, I don't know. Three years from now, I sure don't know. But this is one time where you've gotten to it where the window is, is open, the opportunity is there. And if I'm mad bum. I'm going to look here and be like, oh, yeah, you guys are close. I could help you because I'm sure there's lots of times the guys are like, I'm not going to go to Minnesota or the White Sox. But this is one time where the agent and his client can look at the situation and say, hold on a second. Barrios, Odorizzi, a team that can hit. This makes perfect sense for me. Mm
3: And Phil is right when he says you can't, you can't make decisions based on what the media or what your fans are going to say. But Thad Levine did say at the, uh, the fan fest last year, you know, when it comes to free agents, they're waiting for the window and and the right time to strike and the right guy. That's going to get thrown back in their face if they go this entire offseason without addressing at least one of those spots in the rotation. In in somewhat of a splashy manner. Yes. Because it's pretty obvious to everybody who follows the twins that the window is open and it's time to strike and there are guys out there who, who fill fill the needs that you
4: have. And the winter meetings start technically uh, the action will start like Sunday night or Monday and Isn't it uh, cool that the winter the meetings
3: are like a thing again? Maybe. We'll, we'll see. They
4: let's wait and seem like they're gonna be let's, a thing. Let's again. wait
5: let's wait and see. I'm a little bit worse. <laughs> Reckless Speculation. I hope it is. Yeah. is. Mean, so much more fun.
4: By the way, people keep sending us their... Uh, they they <laughs> want us to do the extend, fire, and year-to-year game with different things here on Twitter. At Phil Mackey, at Rami is tweeting, at Jay Zolgad. White Claw, beer, mac and cheese. Oh, well, that's simple for Extend
3: me. fire year-to-year. That's simple for you guys, too, I think. I don't know. I think I got to fire White Claw, man. What? Yeah. Really, what? you're on yeah. Team Claw with me? Oh, I've said before. Rami, I, first Rami's back. First of all, as far first as of all what? Welcome Mac back. and Mac and Cheese is getting the extension. There is no doubt I about that. that. I yeah, Mac, that. And I down, yeah. I mean, Mac and Cheese gets the extension all day. Mac and Cheese Mac and Cheese gets a lifetime contract in the Rami Maclof organization. And I do, I do like, I enjoy White Claw. I was a, I was, I, I was, I was a beer drinker before I was a White Claw drinker, and now I drink both. I don't discriminate. I don't discriminate. I'm I don't exclude. I like both, mm-hmm. but if you told me the rest Dude, of my life, right. I, can, I can never drink beer again, or you're, I can
4: never have a claw again. You're a bad person. What's your fill? White Claw's getting the extension. First, first of, of, all. of all, okay. What wow, beers right. being fired. What by are you, you doing right? with mac and cheese? Uh, and I love beer, but beer's getting fired. Wow, that's fine. Mac and cheese is year to year. Can't fire beer. That's man. fine. Yeah. Judd. Well, oh, I want to judge. Judd's gonna go extension beer year to year mac and cheese and fire white claw. Is that what you are doing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, that's not even tough. Yep. Like
5: it, it'd be tough if it was if it was beer, my wife, and let's see what would be the third <laughs> A one? dog and the dog. Okay, I'm firing the dog because dogs are great, but it's an animal. Wow, here. look at you. Wow, that's wife, you're
3: firing the dog.
5: Wife, year to year, no question about it. Wow.
4: PR extension. Yeah. Wow. Oh, the dog's fired. Couldn't fire my dog, man. Really? Yeah. He's oh. at least year to year. I like my dog, but... <laughs> yeah. I can't fire Tommy. Tommy's my cat, not my dog, but... Really? Can't fire. You, oh, can't yeah. fire your, can you can't fire your... I can fire a cat. I can fire a cat. I have, have to
5: call those. my dog in and say, Stella, I'm sorry. It's been a great run. We're gonna have to let you go. The quarterback
4: cesspool challenge. There's the door up next. There's the door. Get outside, Jeb. Before we get to Josh, I want to see that conversation, Stella. I, I know I, it's, so, difficult. I, it's, I, it's difficult. It's been difficult. I just, Stella. It's been. It's a tough call. Believe me. Before we get to Josh, yeah. Let me tell you guys about Federated Insurance here for a brief moment. FederatedInsurance.com, where you can find a full list of industries Federated protects <laughs> oh, and sorry, uh, so. find your local Federated marketing rep. So Federated, if we're playing this game here, uh, extend fire or year to year. It's extend easily extend federated because federated comes with over a century of experience in helping businesses uh, become as successful as they can be. In fact, at federated, they believe their value is inherently measured by the success of you, the business owner, the client. Simply put, if you win, they win. The seasoned insurance professionals at federated will help you manage risks to help you avoid the devastation that comes with filing a claim. And if you do have to file a claim, You can take comfort in knowing that the extensive team of professionals is there to put their knowledge and expertise and experience to work for you. Federatedinsurance.com. And remember, Federated, it's their business to protect yours. I listen to Score North, and you should too.
2: Except for that Judd guy. It's his deal.
0: We're all kind of wondering the same thing there, Glenn. (laughs) Jonathan here with the Score North download. Just a reminder here, download the Score North mobile app and register for listening rewards because this month, one lucky app user will win a $200 Amazon gift card just for having and registering their mobile app. You'll also have a chance at many other great prizes just for listening. All you have to do is download the app, register the app, and enter through listening rewards or listen at scorenorth.com and you have your chance at winning a $200 Amazon gift card. That's been your Score North download. Now back... To Mackey and Judd with Rami for the quarterback cesspool challenge.
7: It's hard being a quarterback in the NFL. We couldn't complete a pass. We sucked. Each week, Mackey, Judd, and Rami look for the worst of the worst quarterback performances: the interceptions.
2: intercepted. What is going on tonight?
7: The strip sacks. And a ball. The Ineptitude.
2: I mean, it's absolutely pitiful.
7: It's the Quarterback Cesspool Challenge on Score North.
2: And that's the fifth interception today.
4: Let's get it, boys. We are into December with the Quarterback Cesspool Challenge. I don't feel
5: like there is a very deep pool this week. And somebody... Somebody finally broke through last weekend. Only took
4: until December. I know it uh, did. And we will get to that in just a second. The way this works is (laughs) we look to identify the worst quarterbacks in the NFL every single week and tap dance on their graves. That's pretty much what we do. And so uh, we all pick a new quarterback each week. You can only pick a quarterback one time per season. And we all have to pick different quarterbacks each week. And uh, last week, Jonathan Harrison... It's uh the rare time where you didn't win or lose. Uh actually we'll start with Rami because Rami Rami had uh, David is Dude. it Blow or blow blow blau. Blau. blau blau How how how
3: David Blau against the Chicago Bears was the, the Bears best performer. Blow. I thought it was a brilliant... <laughs> I, how'd you like that, huh? I thought that was a brilliant, kind of gutsy pick. Weren't
5: sure if he was going to play. Well, that he was played. A, good defense. There was, a the brilliant, there was a brilliant pick in that game, but it wasn't well, your guy.
4: <laughs> this was the controversy going into last week. So the rule is, if you pick a quarterback that doesn't play you're saddled with the league average QBR. So 1 to 100 scale, you're saddled with a 50. Mm -hmm. And the risk was Rami and Judd both picked Lions quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Well, Rami picked the guy who played. Judd picked the guy who didn't. And so it really came. So Judd knew he was getting a 50 with Jeff Driscoll. Rami got a 53.4, good enough for the best performance of the week by any quarterback, which in this, uh, that's not what you want in this, Rami. That is uh, the opposite, actually, of what you want. So you picked up your fourth loss of the season so far.
0: I want to point something out here. That nobody's served a punishment yet? Well, not that, but this is the second time that someone has picked a quarterback that may or may not have played. And then when the news came out that that quarterback was going to play, they bragged about it on Twitter, and then they ended up losing that week. The first time was Matt Schaub in week eight when Judd did it.
5: It jinxed me. That was me.
0: So just don't brag on Twitter about it.
5: That's what Twitter is for though. Wow. And then Jonathan trolled you on Twitter, which made it outstanding. Jonathan trolls me. Which you probably missed because you were at the table. Which I don't blame you. It was Thanksgiving. You should have been at the table.
4: Jonathan came into last week with six victories. He has been the sniper of the quarterback cesspool challenge. And uh you were fine you settled in nicely with Philip Rivers. I think Philip Rivers at this point is a pretty safe bet in any game to do something terrible. <laughs> and uh and he and he, he put up a 48.3 QBR. Good for second this week. But there was one quarterback in particular. One quarterback that was god awful expectedly giving one of us their first victory of the season. His hey.
7: team did win again. But there were no selfies this time.
6: They'll play fake under pressure. And Haskins gets wrapped up by Eric Reed.
7: Dwayne Haskins' 16.5 QBR in a victory for Washington what? makes Phil Mackey this week's QB Cesspool Challenge winner for the first time this season.
4: Yeah. Thank you, broke Thank, you. Thank you. Yes. You have a
3: 16.5 QBR and win a football game. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Who'd they
4: play? That's amazing. They played the Panthers. The, yeah, by, by by playing a and team Firing fired. Fire coach. Wow. what yeah, happens. Wow. So uh, first victory Good of the Lord. season. This guy's on the board. And so here are your records. Jonathan has six victories in the quarterback cesspool challenge. Judd with five. And Rami and myself... With one, I only have one on the season. Oh, yes. Yeah,
0: that came back in the second week of the season. You
4: got to work on this. Ooh, when your go. guy broke his ankle, I've got to work on this now. <laughs> Thanks, Ron Rivera.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you going to get a victory on Sunday with your Panthers? <laughs> so, Jonathan,
4: if you can I'm do the to honors, win in the Week, week Thirteen season, all right, fire John. up some NFL Films music for us. the uh, The order is reverse order from last week's standings, which means Rami, you get to go first, followed by Dud, Jonathan, and myself. Who are you leading off with, Rami? Who's going to be garbage this week in the NFL? Can Dwayne Haskins be that bad two weeks? In a row? And
3: I think I fired the Dwayne Haskins bullet. If I'm not mistaken. Week nine. All right. yep. Yep. so that's out.
5: Can't do that.
0: If he gets three raw, if, if he takes three guys, he's <laughs> taken. Is he out? No. Then he has to pick a quarterback. We get to choose. Mm,
3: Give me. I like the rule. Fitz Magic, have I fired that bullet? You have. But
4: damn it! Okay. <laughs> One left,
0: buddy. All right. You probably looking at that spreadsheet.
4: Rami is totally the guy in your fantasy draft. <laughs> yes, yeah. he is. Uh, is uh, Dalvin Cook get drafted? Right. Yeah,
3: he was the third pick. Here. I know I haven't got here.
4: <laughs> you
0: sure?
3: Minshew Mania.
4: Yep, that's, uh, that's uh, an good. acceptable pick. You're okay. good. Right. You're, I'll oh, take one. I was really <laughs> hoping
0: you had picked him.
4: <laughs> right, yeah, I love how Gardner Minshew is just, he's back now. Yeah. They just paid Nick Foles a bunch of money. What are they going to do with oh, Nick Foles. Foles? Trade him? Trade, Trade It doesn't matter.
5: So. Send him back to... Philly, the only place he's decent.
4: All right, Judd Zolgad, you're up here. In fact, you have three victories in the last five weeks. You wow. are you are yep, on not, fire here. Not yeah, you haven't lost since week eight.
5: So I went Lions quarterback last Thursday, and obviously that guy didn't play, and now he is on the IR. But I'm going to take the guy that Rami took last Thursday and got a good performance because he's coming to U.S. Bank Stadium against a Vikings defense that eh, is not great, but they're it's tough here. I think David Blau is in for a clunker. Blau, blow, blow. however you want to pronounce it, I like him
4: in this game. All right, Judd Zolgad going with the Garbage Lions quarterback. Can't believe I haven't, maybe this is part of the reason why oh. I've been so bad at the quarterback cesspool challenge. Yeah, I, like I, haven't, I haven't picked one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL yet. And he plays tonight. Give me Mitch Trubisky. I know it's a home game, but give me Mitch oh. Trubisky against the Dallas Cowboys oh. for my second victory I in a row in the quarterback's special challenge. you just
0: jumping the order here. That's right. Week four, I Oh, didn't... I'm sorry. Oh, wow! <laughs> wow! Oh, wow! <laughs>
5: oh, wow. out of order!
4: You've picked him already, so wow. it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, it really doesn't. I wasn't oh, going to pick man. him.
4: <laughs> sorry, my bad.
5: Mackie gets I'm a 100. He gets excited.
3: a 100 for this uh, uh, mistake. Should we add 10 to his QBR we should, take away just... his, we should take away the win he just got, finally. Am I going to be the first we're not allowed
0: to take away wins, apparently. I picked a quarterback on a bye
3: week You Rami
5: for being the fantasy football guy, and then you Jumped
4: the guy! I'm, I'm so excited and prepared to tell you that I'm picking Mitch Trubisky. All right, go ahead, Jonathan.
0: I'm gonna go I'm gonna be the last person to choose Dwayne Haskins because everybody else has chosen him. It's a great pick. Two people have won, one person hasn't, Rami. So I'm gonna choose uh Dwayne Haskins here.
4: Uh, what a showdown. Mitch Trubisky against Dwayne
0: Haskins this week <laughs> in the quarterback. Think about this. Challenge.
5: Dwayne Haskins has won his past two games and been the worst quarterback
2: in yes. the league, really.
0: <laughs> it truly is amazing. And now he's going into Green Bay where there's a chance there's gonna be snow. Give me Dwayne Haskins. Football. So there it is. The uh,
4: quarterback cesspool challenge. Sorry, I just I was excited to pick Mitch Trubisky. I didn't mean to. Right, yeah, I you couldn't wait, dude. It. You could not so, wait. That was so great. Uh,
5: you ripped Romney for being a fantasy <laughs> football guy, and then you and
4: a... I mean, when in doubt, you can you can pick Philip Rivers, Mitch Trubisky, or any quarterback with the last name Allen at this point, and you're probably going to be fine, or whoever the Lions' quarterback been all right are. for two or, or three
5: weeks, or the uh, Broncos' quarterback these days, Drew Locke.
4: Drew Locke is. They the bench mindset. Brandon Allen. Yeah. Uh, uh. Mitch Trubisky has been okay the last two weeks to get him up to 29th in the NFL in QBR. <laughs> Didn't say he's great. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> say He's been better the last two weeks. Just enough to convince the Bears That's it all might said. all work out. That's if you're a Vikings fan, you have to hope for a red hot December for Mitch Trubisky so that they make the mistake of rolling into next year with him as the starting quarterback. I just know he got me into the playoffs. Yes, I'm talking about my fantasy team again. Uh let's, let's ask go Pat how he feels okay. about Rami's fantasy team. We're gonna wrap with Royce here. Uh Pat, do you want to hear about Rami's fantasy football team or no? Uh
2: no, I was listening to uh fire em, him, em, or uh go year by year. Who would you what would you do with Trubisky there, uh Rami, what would you do? what, what if it was Trubisky, uh whatever that weenie coach is Nagy. who went to tank this year, Nagy okay. or uh or the kicker. Which which one would you extend Wow. those three?
3: Kickers, kickers fired just because kicker. Um, yeah, right. I think I go year to year with Trubisky. No, I. Uh, wow, that's yeah, tough. I want to fire them like all, Pat. Fight. I want to fire them all. Fire
2: all of them. That's right.
3: That's well, what I, I want to do. But if you're going to make me choose, yeah. Trubisky gets the extension. Wow. <laughs> Nagy's fired. Yep.
2: I'm extending the kicker. I'm sorry. I'm extending the kicker
4: just to be rid of the other two guys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what are you, you going to do? Turn him into a tight end? He's a big fella. He could maybe play tight end. If he can't throw it, maybe he can catch it. Huh? That, would be a, that would be a thought. I can't believe I don't you're kidding
3: be I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's a tough game.
2: Okay, I fire Spielman. Okay, and I uh, I uh, go year by year with cousins, and I give Zim two years just because I like him around when he's
4: cranky. We so, should have made uh, it clear a five right. year five year contract extension.
2: Oh, it's, well, then and and, and uh, I don't know what I'm gonna <laughs> do. I don't know what I'm gonna do, and then we got issues, so I don't. Okay, what about Zim? Uh, will be back on the farm drinking wine before that five years are up. That's for sure.
4: What was the What was the twins one we had? Uh, Baldelli, uh, Falvey, and Max Kepler.
2: Well, you already extended Kepler. How could you already extended him for three years? What do you want to expect? He's,
4: he's a free agent. Let's say he's a free agent next year. That's a to, fun
2: game. Yeah. Well, of course, you extend Kepler. You're a non-player. I, I fire poor Rocco just for the same reason Judd did. Lousy quotes. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, sorry. Me. sorry. I like your Rocco, but your quotes stink. So goodbye. See you. <laughs> Amazing. And That's the same reason I get rid of Spielman. You know, that's why Spielman's number one on my list. I've got to get sick with nonsensical babbling. Although it was fun having him around when he. Who was the guy he was whispering to, telling him uh, that was the uh, the quarterback? Oh, the that jersey. was uh, that was
5: Josh. Um, Josh Freeman. Josh Freeman. Tell him, tell him, Freeman. To, tell him
2: that things I mean, were great. <laughs> Robbie, have you ever heard this?
3: I don't think so. No, oh, it's crazy. Guys,
2: got to play this. You got to. You guys got to play this for Robbie. It's floating around there somewhere, Manny Or something. You got to play this for Robbie next tomorrow. You'll have a. You will get a laugh out of this one. This is one of the funniest things about him.
3: So what happened? Rick Spielman was getting like a, a speaking yeah, notes Freeman on the fly
5: conference call.
2: Josh Freeman is doing a conference call. Oh, and, and and Spielman's whispering to him what he should say, but the people on the conference call can yeah. hear him. <laughs> Tell him, tell him how much
0: you love Minnesota. Tell, tell, uh, tell,
4: him, tell, him, tell him how long. How, tell. No, no, no. It wasn't.
5: The people on the conference call couldn't hear him. Vikings.com taped it oh, and put it on their website, and you could hear it on the website. So it, was, it came out afterwards where everyone's like, why is he whispering? Tell him you really yeah, enjoyed it in Florida. Florida.
2: Florida. Oh, yeah, that's one of my favorite moments ever right there. That's oh. fantastic. Dude, that's, yeah, uh, that that
4: game was, was a masterpiece in bad quarterback play. Oh! He had 18, I think it was like 18 overthrows in that game against the Giants on Monday Night Football. Well, he, hit
2: three, he hit three cheerleaders in the head, didn't yeah. he? <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, you almost killed <laughs> <Nugger>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Right. It was, God, it was unbelievable. Yeah, and we still don't know why they played him, do we? I, it, no. Like, was... We still don't know if Leslie was ordered to play him. Or, it was Leslie, right? Yes, and Isn't I think that Leslie.
5: Yes, it was Leslie, and I think he was. I, I think because Rick liked, like Josh, going back to the two thousand nine draft when he was coming out of where Kansas State, right? Yes. I think Leslie was ordered to play him, and so he said, "What the heck?" and threw him out there, and he was he well, was sailing, but he was sailing throws into the stands.
2: It was incredible. Well, it was unbelievable. But if you go back, guys, and read. The reviews that everyone did, all the national guys and everybody else on uh, Josh Freeman's rookie year, it was like, well, how about those dummies who didn't take Josh Freeman? Oh, yeah. Right? I yep. mean, He was the guy. He was going to be the future. And, uh, ended up, uh, he, uh, he couldn't add four and six. He was, uh, he was mm-hmm. a great So Yeah.
4: Uh, Pat, and the latest, sorry, the latest on our guy, Madison Bumgarner, is, uh, is that, it's it's probably going to be a hundred plus million dollars, and the Cardinals are the newest team in. So we're got...
2: no, we doing No, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> Madison, I love you, but God Almighty, what's the deal? And uh, by the way, we had a few commenters today on the various sites I saw that suggested that the. Uh, the, the twins lowballed Zach Wheeler. They made sure it was. They didn't make a good enough bid to get him. So I'm sure you're surprised that that was the reaction of some people. Yeah. Are cheap you Polans. another that's, example of the cheap ad.
4: <laughs> I, I feel like at some point, I think they are going to land one of these big contracts. But I feel like the uh, the cheap ad business is going uh, to be they're going to be they're going to be looking for uh, for a tenant at some point here. It just it's like that's one of the most annoying things following the Twins is that. This notion that they've got this elaborate PR strategy to make you think that they're kind of in on free agents, but not really. Yes.
2: But here we are. The, uh, where did the hundred million come from that they offered? By the way, they, this this was like leaked information that they offered a hundred million, or did somebody actually say that? I just saw Lavelle, that.
4: Lavelle reported uh, it in the Star Tribune
2: that okay. it was a hundred million. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Well. Uh, that was more than I probably would have uh, would have gone, but uh, man alive, the price of poker is unbelievable. You're going to have to trade. You're going to have to trade through a pitcher, aren't you? Who are you trading? That's your only... What's the trade? Uh, I don't know. You got to, uh, you know, Miguel. Uh, somebody take Miguel. How about Eddie? Uh, I, I don't know. I'll, I don't trade any one of those three. I might even, uh, as much as I like him, I might even trade Polanco. Somebody, if I had to wow. do it to get a pitcher and do something else with the middle think
3: there's there's value for Polanco. I, other the rest of those guys, I don't know how much fa- even Buxton. Wouldn't, like, wouldn't Buxton tempt you, great talent, but people I see what we some see.
2: Some, I think there's some snow value when you look at those numbers. That so might I mean, be yeah, that might you, be true. When you, when you when you take down those, you know, when you if you if you can find somebody who doesn't worry about strikeouts, uh, the, the uh, you know, the OPS and all that crap, all of it was uh, pretty uh, impressive. So I think you could get something for him.
4: Uh, so the 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 winter meetings, I think, are going to be a little bit more uh, just fun for baseball fans to watch things play out next week than the last couple of years. But Pat, give us a, give us a taste of what the winter meetings were like when you used to cover them as a baseball beat writer
2: well uh I did cover a couple later after uh april twenty seventh nineteen eighty one which is when hit my last cocktail and uh they were uh they were much more uh straight and narrow and uh much uh hard uh you know when had these i covered i remember covered a lot of Boston covered a couple others. The ones I covered before then eh, they were rough. They were hard. They were they were hard, man. You would, crazy. Uh, you know, you would basically you would basically get there about noon, uh, a little hungover, talk to a couple of guys, make up a couple of rumors, type it up, and head for the bar. That was what you basically did. Uh, we, we didn't have the twenty uh, four hour news cycle then, you know. Hold on,
5: so, uh, wait, wait, wait. Did they were, Did you say that there was one in Boston?
2: Yes, there was one in Boston one year. I remember that. Uh, what Remember, uh, what year did they run off Chris Clouser?
7: Remember oh, years? wait.
2: He was only there about a year. What 2000, year that? 2001, that, right? That winter, that winter, all of a sudden, the all the baseball people are in the lobby at the Boston Sheridan. Uh, and it's the winter meetings going on and all those clousers there on a business trip about two months after the twins got rid of him. He comes walking in the, in the hotel lobby and she's these baseball people. And I was standing there and I'd made a little fun of him, you know, and I said, what in the hell are you doing here? Nobody's going to hire you. He says, no, I got a new job. <laughs> I'm not here for a baseball job. I didn't know they were having the winter meetings. Oh. I said, "Ah, I don't know, remember in Porty por- yes. Plouser? He was going to build we port. Pl- yes. He was going to build Potty Ballpark out in that stadium. That's another thing Rami doesn't know about Porta. Right Porter by the mall. Potty Ballpark. Never right heard of it. Mall, yeah. Who played there? The twins? Uh, The Twins were going to build up a temporary ballpark in the parking lot at Met Stadium uh, with uh, porta-potties and uh, play a three-game series uh, in September to show how much Minnesotans wanted to have outdoor baseball again. That was the uh, closer plan. That would have gone over great, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't think he even drank that heavily. I don't know where that idea came from. (laughs) (laughs) He'd
5: been a Burger King executive, right? Didn't he come from Burger King?
2: Uh, corporate? yeah, he had a, yeah. He, he had really good, well, he was with the airlines. He was with Northwest okay. Airlines for a long time, long time. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he was a good corporate guy. He just wasn't a bunch of a baseball guy.
4: Yeah. Uh, well, Pat, right. we will, uh, we'll look for some other, uh, extend fire year to year examples to give you here. And, that
2: was a pretty, was, you guys stumbled into a pretty good bit there. Every once in a while. Stumbled <laughs> is the right I, word. I, I got the, uh. I extend Manny, I uh, go year-to-year with Collar, and I fire Cunningham. Those are oh, wow. Awesome. Not, not because I got anything against them, but when you got three talents like that, you got to make your choices, right? Oh, and man. then this show? Sorry, Danny. <laughs> All right. See you, Danny. Whoa whoa, 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 whoa,
5: I said, and then what? this show? Rami, Mackie, Judd?
2: Uh... Well, we're not getting rid of you. We're extending you because we need the, zany- the daily zaniness. Uh, nice. Awesome. I don't know. I think Romney has to go. I wow. Think, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Romney>. Wow. <laughs> sorry, Romney. Wow. <laughs> All, All right. right, I get if it. We're replacing, we're replacing you with Randy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know don't. what? I get it. I don't. totally get it.
5: Romney's a dud. Uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> All right. Mac enjoy with see Randy. You. See you, Thanks. Pat. Bye. Thanks, Pat, for firing me. Yeah, we had a dud stable on Monday. The dud stable. Guy Randy we had a grown. dud stable? Oh, you didn't know about no. that? No. Oh, yeah, I not here for that. Wow. Yeah, you know uh, you know what Xavier Rhodes is? A dud. He's a dud. Yeah. How about Thielen? He's a
3: dud. That guy's a dud. put, Maybe some, put some Icy put some Hot Icy Hot it.
5: and Ben Gay on it and go out there and play.
4: Uh, another one came in here. I thought Randy always had positivity to bring to the table. <laughs> no, no. Wow. Not on Monday. No, it was wow. brutal. Okay, extend fire year to year. <laughs> Mike Pereira, Dean Blandino, Gene Sterator. I'm firing Sterator. Yeah. Oh, Pereira, I'm extending Pereira's I'm ex- Pereira. I mean, he's the best. He's, That's he's not hard. I'll extension. extend Pereira. Blandino's
3: year to year. I can take him or leave really him. That's a really easy one. These are pretty good. You
4: get, Keep sending us these. <laughs> at Jay Zolgad on Twitter. <laughs> at Rami is tweeting. At Phil Mackey. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do these on the show. Can't this is now going to become just like we're just. This is just going to be our show now. Yes, by it's look. going to be the two entire hours show. of this every single I year. I'm going to change
3: it. the name of the show to Extend Fire a year to year. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I love this. <laughs> um, you can find I our podcast Apple, Spotify, Score North Can't app. Fire, you my fire my dog. your dog. Can't fire. I tell dog, Stella, dude. you're done. No. You're
5: done here. Go get another job.
4: Can't Can't fire imagine your dog. having to DFA your dog. You know what? No, it happens. No, man.
5: Outright release waiver. Lifetime contract. See you guys tomorrow. The Rule five, write that the down end tomorrow. Rule 5
1: dog. Whether it's Baker's simple truth turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get
4: more ways to save at the buy five or more, save one dollar each sale. Just buy five or
2: more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.